The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest found his start in Indiana and has since made his way to take over Los Angeles, California. From uploading John Mayer covers to SoundCloud, to touring the world and getting the chance to be in the room with some of the greats. His path to becoming a household name is not too far away. Please welcome today's guest, Kristen French. Wow, nice little intro, man. <laughs> Thank Appreciate you, you. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. Dude, of course. I love the vibes. I've been a fan of what you're doing. My little brother, Eli, is obsessed with what, all no your way. music. How obsessed. old is he? He's eight, 19? I think cool. he's 19 or 20. That's like right in the pocket of my demographic, he's I feel like. kill me for not knowing. <laughs> but he's right around that age. He's like six years younger. And he showed me your shit, and dude, you, you're fucking pure talent. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. that. And it's funny, whenever I see somebody who's got your sort of, your sort of energy, I'm always weary about if it's real. What, what's, my, what's my energy? You seem, very, you seem very down to earth, and you seem very just fucking raw. Like, like that's it. And I appreciate that. I'm weary of it because it's, it's the best place to be, but a lot of people have to strive to pretend to have that. For sure. And getting to meet you, and we talked a little bit online before, and I know you obviously through, uh, through Kyle. Dude, it's fucking real. And Thanks, that's the, the coolest shit in the world is when you see somebody who you're like, not only are they good at what they do, but they love it and they mean it. appreciate that's, that. That's pretty cool to see. So. It's funny you say that. Um, I feel like a lot of the past two years while I'm making this next project, I've been like figuring out this next phase of me is and who I am and what I want to say. And like a lot of that, I feel like a year ago, I was like pulling my favorite parts of other people's personalities and like trying to fit it into mine mm. for so long. And I just felt like shit all the time and didn't feel like myself or anything like that. And so it's funny you say that because it's like been this dramatic 180 turn the past couple months of like being like, fuck all that. Like I'm just going to trust my intuition and whatever that person is, that's who I'm supposed to be. Totally. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's two types of people. There's the type of people who, when they go camping, it's because all their friends are going and they have all the booze and they have this and that. And then there's the people like you who post a story fucking in a, in a bus, sitting by the water by themselves just to have the space that they know they need. It's, I respect the hell out of that. That's my favorite shit, man. Solo weekend vibes, just like putting yourself in a weird new position and like just giving yourself the space to like actually think for a second rather than just like being distracted by all these different things that you're doing all yeah. the time just like really gives you some clarity that you don't realize it's so important i, I go camping by myself uh, almost once a week and like a tent like in a tent vibe i have a i built out my car Sick. so i don't have to set up i can go i have a power bank i can work on my music i can oh, wow. edit that's the so goal it's been good. i'm trying to get one of those uh rooftop tents Dude, have you seen those they're the best yeah they're the best and it's so nice to be able to have the tent but not be on the ground that's like <laughs> i'm kind of i haven't really camped by myself yet like mm. in a tent or whatever but i feel like if i got the rooftop tent i would totally be cool to just like cook it up to Big Sur one weekend and Absolutely. just like solo vibe. But Dude, there's places right up here in the Angeles so you can be like right on the water and it's, it's really? unreal. I'll show you after. Yeah, there, it's right. killer. Okay, yeah, I'll keep that secret. So <laughs> this this season is about at what point you were really really willing to fully jump in and bet on yourself. You, uh, you're a, an Indiana kid 
and made your way to Los Angeles. And I know when you first got out here, you were couch surfing. Maybe you were sleeping on um, Falcon, yep. Falconry's yep. couch. Yeah, Drew DeCaro. And yeah. and then ended up you your room with Pink and and now you're I mean you're fucking you're doing it man yeah it's crazy to like I don't know I I try to remind myself as much as I can like I'm living in the hills I'm living with my best friends there's seven of us yeah like in a tight knit group and like yeah I'm living in L A and I'm from Indiana like dude I love I it. try to like remind myself of that shit all the time. At what point were you willing to move and understand that you might be sleeping on couches for a year? You might be having to do all these sacrifices that, you know, yeah. as you get older, feel more cliche. But yet in this industry, it's kind of the prereq to understanding at what point it takes to, to really make this. Totally. I mean, so it kind of all started how I started really coming to Los Angeles and like living on people's couches was... Um, I was in school, I was a junior, and I had been releasing music, some covers and all that, and Chelsea Cutler asked me if I wanted to join her on her fall tour. And I was like, oh shit. Because at the time, she was one of my favorite artists, and it was like, if there was somebody I could open for, that would be the perfect crowd. And um, so I had to drop out of school. Mm -hmm. And Where were you going? I was going to Indiana University. Killer. And... Yeah, so I, I don't know. I had to drop out. And to me, that was like the easiest decision ever. It was never like, oh, am I making the wrong decision? It was like, this is absolutely like, I'm either going to stay here and get this piece of paper that says, good job, you graduated, or yeah. just like go start this shit now while absolutely. I'm getting a great chance. And um, I don't know. And then like the couch thing never felt like a big deal. It was like, like you said, it's just a rite of passage. It's just something that totally. you go through. And like, I was staying with Drew. I was staying with... um you know, this old manager that I had at the time named Gio and then my current manager, JP, I was staying at all their places. And so it's all just great people. And like, mm -hmm. they're taking me around everywhere. And so I don't know. I just like, it wasn't a big deal because I knew that this shit is just what I wanted to do. And if this yeah. is what I had, if I had to sleep on couches for a little bit, then so be it. It like, was worth it. Yeah. And now, now you got a house in the hills and you're, you're making music for a living. Yeah. Like, it's I'm crazy. My own how, studio. Oh, such a good feeling. Congrats on the new studio. I've seen some pictures. It's Thank you. beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I was crammed in a little room for the past like two years and was trying to do like the fashion shit with all these clothes and trying to do the making music shit. And there was just stuff everywhere. Dude, so it's I finally tough. got my space. Being a creative takes takes space sometimes. Yeah. So what did it feel like moving from a frat house where you had a hamster that you lost, but also help you get girls to the LP? Bro, where are you getting all this info? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was definitely a culture shock first time I came out here. Um, I feel like I never really dove into that like fraternity mindset. Like I was in it and I'm thankful I was in it and met the people I did and you know the experiences I had, but I was never that type like to be a dick to pledges or like mm -hmm. be the one that's partying from Tuesday to Sunday every week. Yeah. Like um and so I don't know. It's definitely, it definitely took a good year or two of like being in the scene and touring and this and that to like really figure out kind of the grounding here yeah. and like what is cool, what's not. And um, yeah, I don't know. My Midwest ass just had to find my way through it and like I get it. Find that combo of like that Midwest vibe, but also like this new 
musician vibe. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm from from right outside of Detroit. It's the closest yeah. thing to Indiana you can possibly go get Red to. Wings. To go Red Wings. <laughs> oh, I forgot you're a Wings fan. Yeah. Oh shit. I just went to their game that they played against the Kings here. Oh, you did? Yeah. Who won? They never win. They don't win. They don't win. I was hoping maybe I'd get a different answer, but nah. not this time. Come on. We're sticking, with them. We're sticking with them until they're good. It, it'll happen. They'll come back around. I mean, they were the best. They'll be the best again. <laughs> so you're out here in LA. You're working on your new project, which we were talking about before. It's taken a couple years to get to the point where you feel like you have something that that you want to feel ownership over. Yeah. What what is that looking like, and what are you, what is the end goal with it? Man, um, I don't know. This I guess the end goal is to just like get a lot off my chest that's been kind of bottled up for for a while, and um, really move past this chapter of my life. I feel like a year ago I had a lot of new stuff happening to me in my life, like um, you know was dating somebody for three years and we broke up and that was a huge like oh shit like I'm really on my own now like I am not codependent like there's not somebody giving me a consistent like source of love you know what I'm saying and figuring out how to be yourself after that is is really tough and um so writing through all that as like a therapeutic process is really helpful and um you know obviously we're all in this COVID shit and that feels weird you know so just just as therapy, honestly, and like getting back to that point where I wasn't trying to write this big song. It was just like, I'm writing this because I need to get this off my chest and hopefully people can get something out of this. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. The the prereq to it is is having the ability to to do your therapy with this music. Yeah. And then people liking it is is just extra. Totally. And that's the cool thing about finding not only a sound that works for you and something that you feel comfortable expressing yourself with, but something that does connect to people. Because when you do write like that, there's going to be a kid out there who's having a shitty day and, and that's what, what allows them to get out of bed in the morning. Totally. And those are the coolest messages like you could ever get on Instagram. Is, or like when you're meeting fans at shows like and they're like, you literally saved my life last year with your music. Or like, you really helped me through this situation. It's just like... That is literally all I could ever ask for, you know? It's crazy how you do something that you love so much because you love it that eventually it turns into this way that you can also help other people. Yeah. And the funny thing is you'll never know the full ex- the full extent of it. You're going to only know what is face, you know, face to you. Yeah. Like I think about that a lot too. My my little brother I was telling you is a, a big fan of what you do and me getting to tell him that Christian French is coming on today was it he feels proud. Hell yeah. And that's a cool thing too, that because of you working your ass off and loving what you do so much, other people can find joy just in the experience of of loving what you do. Totally. And I think that's something that I want a lot of kids out there to know is we're not out here doing this shit because of anything outside of love. We totally. we love some this people shit. are, but not us, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And and both work. Both work. Yeah. There's a way to to, you know, some people this is their job and that's it. And they're still fucking really good at it. Yeah. But for me personally, and it sounds like for you as well, that's not that's not the point. Just like, man, like through these past two years, we've made so many good songs. Like they sound amazing. But mm-hmm. then when you like really dive into the to the lyrics or like just kind of the emotion that you feel from the vocal, it's just like it's not there. Can't can't pass the test, you know? Absolutely. Like, I don't know. I'm just being so precious about making sure that this integrity is like so intact and just that people really get the full message of like who I am and kind of this period that I'm going through rather than like 
here's a really cool sounding song. Here's another really cool sounding song that completely is disconnected from this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's the full story. Yeah, which is like the first time I've ever really done that, which has been really hard, but really fun. Is it, would you consider it a concept album or EP? I don't know. Probably not. It doesn't follow like it's a distinct storyline. Yeah, yeah, it's like, um, you know, it is about, I don't, I can't, I can't give out my album title yet. It's way Sorry, too early. Guys. I really wish I could, but I can't. And that's probably preventing me from um, a lot, but. I don't know. There's like a lot that has to deal with looking back on this relationship that I was in and processing those emotions. And then there's a lot of like more introverted, like looking back on situations and comparing your present moment to like all these past really good memories and like mm -hmm. always feeling like you're not living up to your fullest because you're not living up to these great memories, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, so it's just a lot of looking back. And when you talk to people from home, are they surprised at where you're at? Or is this something that, that they were able to see for a long time? Do they know that this is what you're going to do? Um, I feel like at this point, the people that know me, like, it's less of a surprise because it's been a thing. But at the beginning, man, it's like I was this pre-med oh, major wow. playing on the hockey team. And then it was like, oh, now he's doing music. Like, what? Holy shit, that's um, a switch up. For sure, a huge switch up. And so definitely, definitely people are surprised. And like, I feel like a lot of people I went to high school with, I'm like more recently getting messages like, holy shit, like what? When did this happen? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I really wasn't doing it in high school or anything like that. Um, so yeah, the, I don't know. But all my best friends at home, like they totally get the dynamic by yeah. now. Um, Have yeah. you always, you, you play piano, correct? Mm-hmm. Have you always been a musician? Is that something that you've been doing for no, forever? No. Really? It all started back in sixth grade. My homie came into choir class. So I was in a private Christian school and we had to either be in band or choir or both. That's pretty cool. Band teacher was a dickhead. So we all just went, <laughs> went to choir. Uh, so we're in there one day and um, he's like, yo, you got to check this out. I learned Love Song by Sarah Bareilles on the piano oh, from wow. YouTube. I'm like, what? You can learn shit from YouTube? And so he played it for me and I'm like mesmerized and he teaches me and then I'm like, I got to go learn some shit and I go home and um, yeah, I just started learning all of my favorite songs at the time. And through that, you know, really learned what a major chord was and minor chord and so cool. started singing with it. And um, I don't even remember the question you asked at this point. <laughs> so the whole goal of that question was to figure out how obsessed with you, how obsessed you are with piano, because not many people are willing to drive to fucking Nashville to pick up yeah, a bro. Rhodes piano and drive all the way back to L.A., Totally. Well, the it's it's less of a a piano and more of a thing, Rhodes. and more of like I was just obsessed with Rhodes. Like mm. I played it in so many studios, and um, it just looks so pretty. And out here, they're like six grand. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck that. And then in Nashville, it was two, and I was like, all right, holy shit. And I personally love like we we're talking about solo trips and shit like that. Mm -hmm. I love driving across America by myself and like stopping wherever I want and like. Just like listening to books or whatever yeah. the hell you do. And I think that stuff's really fun. And so to me, it was no problem to drive all the way to Nashville, pick up this keyboard and go back. Man, that's so cool. And and I think it also shows that 
that all of these, you know, people come to a studio and their first thing is, how long did it take for you to get all these pieces of gear? Mm-hmm. Like people don't realize that all of these little things that we use to make our music or, or whatever your art is, a lot of that stuff takes time to get and you don't need it all to start. Like you totally. were, you were making music pre having this roads. And I'm sure, sure it's, I, don't get me wrong, I would f- absolutely love to have one in here. But if you're sitting at home and you don't have a Rhodes and you don't have all these things, you have no excuse to not make music. There's sure. just absolutely no excuse. Yeah, and that's like the funny thing is um, you feel in this position, oh, if I only had this Rhodes, oh, if I only had this profit, I'd be able to play all this shit. Yep. And you kind of get stuck in this loop. I'm definitely guilty of it where... I'm uninspired until I get a new piece of gear. And then I'm really inspired for a little bit and I'm playing mm-hmm. all this shit. But then you always like need the next thing. Um, and I don't know, but when you look back to like how I started, it was like, you know, I was thankful enough to have a piano at my house. It Absolutely. started with a tiny like 80s Yamaha keyboard. Oh, yeah. That was just a piece of shit that my like sister had from when she was learning like, growing up. And just made it happen for sure, but I do that. I started with the same a, a little Yamaha piano from Costco or something. Yep. So, w- looking back at, at your your experience of growing up in the Midwest and in a smaller town compared to Los Angeles, for sure. What does it feel like now, knowing that the leap was made and you're out here? It, it, do you feel successful, or do you feel like now you have the opportunity to chase something forever? Both. Um, You know, there's definitely like on the successful thing, like as far as me being out here, being able to be self-sustained and live in a really cool house with my best friends and be in Los Angeles, like to me, that's fucking successful. Absolutely. Thankful as hell for that. Um, At the same time, I've worked really hard to, you know, learn guitar the past couple years, like continue to try to learn piano, try to learn production, try to like submerge myself in all these things so that I can do it yeah. forever. And it's not just like, I got an artist project right now. And when that fizzles out, I'm going to be like, what the fuck do I do with myself? You know? Totally. Um, and so I don't know. I feel regardless of what happens with all of this, the fact that I made it out of Indiana and got to experience life over here and got to like culturally see what's going on and like meet new people and, just get out of where I had been my entire life. Like to me, that is a plus, like no matter what happens. I guess all these experiences are kind of the prize. Yeah. And, and you can't look at them as this one big thing. You got to look at all these little pieces as, as these small, tiny wins. Yeah. And if you can do that, I guess eventually they'll, they'll it'll never fizzle out. There'll, there'll always be these tiny wins that you can hold on totally. to. And they're always going to feel a little bit small because it takes time to get there. Yeah. And it's really, those focusing on that is really hard to do. And like, there's Mm. been so many times where I lose sight of that and I'm like, why am I not a popping artist or some shit like that? Yeah. And you like, you really get down on yourself and like feel like shit when probably when you get to that point, you're going to be like, oh, the fun part was like the figuring it out on the way and like all the trial and error and all the, you know, the grinding and shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And, what is it like to know that there's so much more room to grow because of the way the industry is moving? I mean, we're at a point when, you know, there's so many fans that that you never have your full fan base, totally. that you can always keep changing and progressing in your style of music and what you do. And knowing that 
that as long as you you stay true to what you're doing, you can you can just keep going. It's a crazy feeling. Like it, it's it's the coolest feeling. And like going back to me learning how to produce, like I'll be self sufficient. Like I can write a song by myself. I can play a song. I can like. Yeah. Like even if it's just for fun at some point, and like if I have a kid and they like want to write some shit, I'm like hell yeah, let's go! Like yeah, it's, it's so cool, man. And like when you hit that moment of like clarity, where it feels like some words are just coming down from above, like there's no better feeling than that. At least to me, like Absolutely. it's just like the most rewarding feeling. And so, um, yeah, it's it's really cool to think about that this is something that can just, it's just a gift that keeps on giving. Dude, what a trip. What a trip. We we got so lucky that we decided to continue with our passions. Yeah. And there's so many people out here who are so lucky and there's so many people who aren't and who don't have, I, I was lucky to have the support of my family. Um, were you? Oh yeah. And my parents are my biggest fans. For that's sure. huge. Um, yeah. Speaking of your parents, can you tell me about Timbits? Yeah, he's going to hate me for saying this. <laughs> Absolutely hate me. I don't even know if I should say it. We can keep it. We can keep it out, and then people people can just try to guess. All right, well, my dad's got his own weed strand called Timbits, <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's some good shit. Um, we'll leave it there. Yeah, we'll <laughs> just leave it there. I had to ask. I had to ask. <laughs> I love how you have all these deep... Deep-rooted <laughs> questions here. So I just have a couple more for you, uh, less deep-rooted. Okay. So where where would you like to see yourself in five years? Where where do you think that you're heading? Where would you like to head? I would love, obviously, first and foremost, that this artist project keeps growing, that I'm able mm -hmm. to reach more people and you know connect with more people on that. And um, with growing with guitar, being able to play more live instruments on stage, have it less be like a backing track and I'm just singing. Mm -hmm. um, really, I feel like that is where I'm going. This more cool, folky, not folky, like soulful singer, songwriter, yeah. less pop way, wave is, um, you know, really where I'm hoping to get. And with that, um, really am trying to get into songwriting for more than myself. Mm -hmm. um, you know, after this project, it will, I've written for myself for way too long. There's so much pressure that goes into like, what do I want to say? What is, yeah. do people like this about me? Like whatever. And being able to disconnect from that while still writing for other people is like, huge. Yeah. And like something like John Bellion's doing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like he's so involved with like the Justin Bieber project and yeah. all that. And I think that's really cool because I don't want to be the guy that's like the label head that's like, gets a lot of money, therefore starts a label, therefore, like, maybe I'll be involved with that. I just don't want to be the guy. I would yeah. rather be the guy making the music my whole life. Yeah. You know? You're you're here for the art. Yeah. And you're here for the, the, the reason you came out here is the reason you'll stay out here. Yeah. Ho hopefully that's the goal. I, I think it'll happen. Um, I mean, you're, how old are you? 20, 26, 27? I'm turning 25 oh, in uh, a week. Congratulations. Thanks. Almost happy birthday. Quarter centurion. So I'm, I'm I just a year old, almost exactly a year older than you. I just turned 26. Pisces gang? I'm I'm Aquarius. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But it's got to be a pretty cool feeling knowing that that hard work starts to pay off. And yeah, that, it's cool to see. Like, it's cool when you feel those little moments and you're like rewarded yeah. for your hard work. Um, 
And there's yeah. there's so many people out there who are in Indiana or in the Midwest, or I guess it doesn't really matter wherever they are. They're 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 cage of a small town, you know, the place where when you want to be doing this feels feels like it's holding you in or like a border. Totally. And knowing that you're out here kicking ass and getting to live with your friends and and live live a life full of music and community and and something that you really get to build yourself. That's that's uh, commendable. It's it's awesome to see and and I, I me and a lot of other people out there are excited to see see Thanks, the growth. Appreciate that. So just to to finish this up, what would you tell that fifteen year old kid who's sitting in Indiana right now, bro? I'm thankful for how everything has turned out and like wouldn't change a thing. I would tell him to pick up a fucking guitar because mm. damn it, I'd be so good by now, you know? <laughs> like I just started playing two years ago and it's my favorite shit ever. Like so when we were talking about being obsessed with piano, like I am currently obsessed with guitar. Yeah, Like I could sit there and noodle around for hours. And so, yeah, that was the one thing I wish I picked up yeah. earlier. Go pick it up. There's nothing There's nothing stopping you guys. If yeah. you have a shitty old guitar in the back of your house or piano or trumpet or whatever it is, go pick it up and learn it and, and grab another one and keep going. And when you're, when you're our age, you'll have a lot more years under your belt than we do. It's a crazy thing to think about is like, it probably, what it takes, I think the general rule of thumb is five years to yeah. form a really good skill. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. It's, there's so many cool things you could do in five years. Like three more for you. Yeah, and you're like, there. God. Crazy. That's pretty crazy. Well, dude, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on here. I, I know there's going to be a lot of people who who can feel like like they have an opportunity because of of you, and a oh, lot yeah, of people who who your music helps them get up in the morning, and you know, including my little brother. So I, I'm very appreciative of that. I appreciate you having me, man, dude. Always, and you know. Everybody, go, go, go! Listen to his words. Go pick up your instrument. Go learn an instrument. Go on YouTube. It's all there for you. It's all there. Yeah. And like, it takes it takes time. Just mm. just do it because you love it. Like I was in Indiana doing this shit for seven years just for fun Crazy. before it became anything. So like, yeah, it just all comes down to doing it because you love it. Now you're on the way to to being a household name. We're all rooting for you, dude. We can't wait. And uh, to everybody listening. I'm Christian French, and this is an experiment. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, dude. Thanks. The experience is the experiment. (laughs) 